Stop me if you've heard this before, Clint. Okay. Georgia's defense seems to be quite good this year. Now, I know this is going to come as a shock to you because it's impossible for defenses to stop offenses in modern college football. It can't be done. We've got offensive geniuses like Josh Whipple, and he just throws the ball all around the yard and uh, nobody can stand in his way. But what if I told you that Georgia is not only once again loaded at defensive back, but they have the best defensive backs coach in the history of college football in Kirby Smart on the sidelines. And they've got two of the brightest minds not named Kirby Smart also coaching up that defense as co-defensive coordinators. Um, And they are deep and experienced. Is that a defensive backfield class that you're interested in? I want to hear more. Yeah, let's talk about that. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Everybody, welcome back. This is Locked On Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And Daniel and I are back talking more from spring ball leading up Mm. to what's going to be happening in fall camp and leading Mm -hmm. up to what hopefully is another very, very successful campaign for the Georgia Bulldogs coming off back-to-back national championships. Uh, And today we tackle the defensive backs. Daniel, now you had mentioned the best defensive back coach in the entire nation and the entire history of college football is currently on Georgia's coaching staff. And this just, and it's not a position coach. It's in fact, the head coach the head man it's the the man it's the old coach himself yes sir yes sir uh and so we're gonna be talking about that we're gonna talk about cornerbacks and safeties who these people are what we talked about yesterday go back and listen to that because we talked about wide receivers so we thought why not flip the script talk about their counterparts over on the defensive side Mm -hmm. uh and that is a lot a lot a lot of very very talented people, Daniel. I mean, it is. you want to read this list of talent on the defensive side. It's, My goodness. It's quite a bit. It's stacked everywhere. It's quite a bit of it. Let's start in the back. Shall we do that? By, by back, you mean the safeties. Yeah, let's start okay. in the back right, of the let's field. Start, yeah, let's do that. Um, How good's Malachi Starks going to be this year, Clint? Well, I'm... Holding and reserving just, myself. Let me, if you let could, me sip, let me get a snack while you, you could. While you speak about you could make some room. I'm reserving myself from calling him what I think could be the best safety to ever have played at UGA. <laughs> and this no, just no, no, in. Don't hold back, Clint. No, this Let's give the people what they want. <laughs> this just in. We've had a lot. Okay, <laughs> I know what you're saying, Thomas Davis, Greg. But I, I, and I don't care. He never cares, guys. He, I've known Clint for many years. He's never cared. No, not one time. Um, I think Malachi starts, does and sincerely have the ability of becoming the best safety Georgia has ever seen. It's an insane statement. It is. He's so talented, Clint. He's 
he's as talented as a player as we've had back there in quite some time. He's always had the joy and luxury of playing next to Christopher Smith, someone who I believe is physically incapable of being out of position and also simultaneously won't ever allow you to be out of position. And so that's going to be the challenge. We've talked about uh, the veteran leadership. Keely Ringo, Christopher Smith is gone out of the secondary. There is a ton of talent returning and none more notable than Malachi Starks. The question will be, how is he going to do uh, in the back end without the security blanket of Christopher Smith? He'll probably be paired back there with somebody like Javon Bullard, Clint. Possibly a Tyke Smith. We could also see Tyke Smith or maybe uh, Dan- uh, David Daniel uh, Sisaval at... Uh, at safety, maybe some of those guys at star as well. Um, what do we think? What do we make of the rest of the safety position not named Malachi Starks? Uh, now, this is where it gets a little interesting because, again, talk about talent, talk about guys uh, that are back there. We have really unproven depth, Daniel, of the defensive back. And, and and I don't mean that like they're not talented. I don't mean that like they haven't been on the team. But it's it's not a lot of people that if I were to say their names, you would recognize them. Hmm. And and that comes from having a, a lot of Christopher Smith, a lot of Richard LeCounts, a lot of already Malachi Starks, a lot of those types of players in the backfield of the defense. But, <clears throat> Daniel, it's a steep drop-off after the top guys. And yeah. I... It's not fun saying, but it's true. It's, I really think Tyke Smith could be a top guy. I think there is, I mean, I, you and I are both very high on the freshman kid, Aguero. I think we think he could be a top guy at safety. Javon Bullard has certainly made his fair share of plays at safety at Georgia. The issue is that none of these guys have ever been called upon to really serve as an anchor in the defensive backfield. They've never been called upon down in and down out to to get consistent stops for Georgia. And so will they be able to hold up play after play? Uh, that's what we have yet to see. And I think that's what this coaching staff has yet to see. And it's going to be very interesting to see who emerges as the favorites to win those kind of starting spots that are up for grabs. I think there's a star spot and there's one safety spot that are up for grabs. And there are probably four to five names that could honestly fill any of those spots. I mean, I think they have preferences of places that they would rather play people. I think they would rather play Tyke Smith at star than safety, but they will play him at safety if they need to. I think they would rather play Javon Bullard at safety, but they will play him at star, I think, if they need to. And so I think there are there are a lot of question marks. How will this freshman kid come along? How will he develop? Will he factor in to the mix? And then... How do those other spots fill out, if so or if not? A lot of questions to be answered on the back end of the secondary. 
Lots and lots. We're going to come back after this, talk about some other positions and maybe some other depth. But first, we'll let you know about Built Bar. Built Bar, tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. You know, that's right. Uh, and Daniel, I don't know if you understand this. Built Bar just came out with a Puffs version that is peanut butter flavored. Daniel. You say less and deliver more to my home. Well, Built Bar can do that for you, Daniel. Yeah, BuiltBar.com. Uh, they are fantastic. They are the tastiest protein bar on the planet. High in fiber, high in protein, low in sugar. Uh, mm-hmm. They are keto-approved, diet-approved, on-the-go meal replacement before workout, pre-workout, post-workout, during workout. Don't be the person that eats them on the bench press as you're staring at your phone for 15 minutes, taking a TikTok Just of go yourself. ahead and Just go ahead and move on. Just move on. Built Bar, the tastiest protein bar. Right now, you get 15% off your entire order. Built.com, 15% off your entire order with promo code locked on. Built.com, the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Clint. Um, we did this uh, last segment. It worked so well. I think I'll, I thought I would just do it again. Just read um, Is Kamari Lasseter any good at uh, a, at football? You're right. Um, look, I'm gonna. I, I'm going to say what we said last year. I'm just yeah. going to repeat it again here, this year. Here okay. he goes. So I've already said Malachi Starks. And by the way, in the comments, everybody's going to say, Clint thinks Malachi Starks is already the best safety in Georgia history. I know that's what's going to be said. That's not what I said, but whatever. I digress. I will say this. Kamari Lasseter was the best corner that we had on the team last year. Uh-oh. I, I understand Keely Ringle is on the well, team. Well, but see, the draft uh-huh. is tomorrow was it, it is it wednesday today it's yeah. wednesday today so the draft wednesday, is yes. tomorrow and keila ringo is probably going to get picked tomorrow in the first round of the draft tomorrow but see what you had said uh-huh. just now which i think people misunderstood people thought you said that in even though keely ringo was on the team last year kamari laster was the best corner i just want to give you a chance to clarify what you actually said was Kamari Lasseter was the best corner on the team last year. All right, just making sure. We just I'm, just getting us all on the same page here. I, I'm. He is locked a on Bulldogs at gmail.com If you'd like to speak to Clint personally, I'm not talking. And... I'm not talking the ceiling. We all know Keely Ringo's ceiling is otherworldly. I get I'm that. Familiar. You get that. Mm-hmm. Kamari Lasseter played better all around ball last year. He did play better all around ball. I really think that's true. I have no problem saying it. Daniel, he's on one side. The other side, we're just going to go ahead and just huh? big old question mark. Put a question mark there and get back to me. Okay, I was just going to ask, who is your leader in the clubhouse for who might take over opposite Kamari Lasseter at the cornerback position? Nyland Green has to still be the leader in the clubhouse, I think. Has to be. After the spring game, I don't think much changed in terms of pecking order. I I think people are always going to be enamored with a guy like AJ Harris. 
you know, with a freshman kid who's that talented and a kid that potentially comes in with that much hype and that much fanfare, people are always going to be enamored by that prospect. Don't forget that that prospect's name used to be Nylon Green. And then, Green. And then it was Dalen Everett. Like, that's what those prospects were. They were these five-star, can't-miss, very highly talented corners. I'm not saying A.J. Harris is not very good. I'm not saying he won't have a great career. I'm not saying he doesn't get playing time this year. But I don't know that I'd be ready to stick him in there just yet. I still say it's Nyland Green's the leader in the clubhouse. And I think a strong second is going to be the transfer from Texas A&M, Smoke Bowie. I think that's the guy that you really need to pay attention to if you're looking for a, a, I don't know if he's a dark horse. I mean, I don't know what you call that. But like, if you're looking for another option, I think at that point, then you go to like a a Dalen Everett, A.J. Harris combination at that point. But ideally barring injuries i don't think kirby smart would like i don't think kirby smart really wants to see much more than three corners on the field in meaningful minutes this year obviously in garbage time there's going to be a lot of guys getting playing time and that's great but in meaningful minutes i don't think you want to see more than three no not a chance um i Look, you said on the podcast yesterday, Daniel, there's two types of people that transfer or two, two, two types of people that stay and don't transfer. There it is. Right. Somebody who stays because they like the scenery and somebody who stays because they know what's coming. There's also two types of people that transfer. Those Ooh. who have been asked to leave a program. Wink, wink, nod, nod. We talked about that on Monday. We did. And those who want to seek a better opportunity elsewhere because the grass is truly greener. Because on one side of the grass, you have a, a old man, Jimbo Fisher, who hates winning football games. Yikes. And you have Kirby. We Smart. went there. <laughs> we whew, we Look, just up and went there. I don't have a set of overalls and a megaphone in my closet that's just waiting to do a very hokey dance. Prove it. (laughs) Prove it. (laughs) Uh, Smoke Bowie is the type of guy that left because he saw greater opportunity elsewhere. And he came to Georgia, which you just said, Daniel, to open this up, the greatest defensive back coach in the history of college sports. Hmm. Went to the same high school as you did, if you're Smoke Bowie. So that's an interesting connection that you have there. It's almost like somebody once saw the writing on the wall and saw the light and said, this might be a better opportunity to be coached by the greatest that's ever been. I want that. So I'll I'll take Texas A&M's NIL money and then I'll come actually win and be developed. Gosh, you seems like a win-win. You hate to see it. If you love it. You love to see it so much. Uh, We're going to come back after this, maybe talk some Dark Horse and what's next for UGA's defensive backs right after this. Dark Horse defensive back candidates, Clint. Yes. I think we've mentioned, I think we've mentioned the two freshmen. I think those are the guys that fall maybe for me into the Dark Horse category because I don't think either of them are going to be starting to begin the season. But I think there's a very real possibility that one or both of them could be starting by the end 
of the season for the University of Georgia. Obviously, just to recap, I'm talking about A.J. Harris. I'm talking about Janelle Aguero. Um, Do you like one of those guys more than the other to potentially crack the rotation as we progress through the season? I don't know if it's possible because he's a freshman, Daniel, but Aguero, again, just leaps off the page to you. And it's safety. We saw last year, if Malachi starts wasn't a thing, then I wouldn't say Aguero. But because he is, I am going to say Aguero. He very much is a thing. He is very much in reality, in the space-time continuum we call reality. That's that, that's accurate. Yes. I think. I don't I, even really know what you said. Full disclosure, I blacked out there for a half a second. I wasn't even paying attention. Welcome to 199. I was just going to say... We are third segment listeners. We are fully into it. Daniel is finally admitting that he is blacking out. You all just, you all get the back behind the curtain look at what I've been dealing with for years. Listen, you're welcome, everybody. I just throw it over to Clint, and he says that name any player has a chance to be the greatest player in the history of this prestigious university. I don't know if you all understand. I am. A Malachi starts fan. <laughs> he's he's been clear about that since day one. Since literally drive one against Oregon, and I said, "I am hitching my wagon to that young man." Yeah, it's no. true. It's true. Uh, Wait till we get to Michael Williams. It's just it's all going to just it's just a lot of things. Um, how about for you? Who's Agu- who's the Aguero? Person? Aguero does stand out. I do think that. Um, I do think there's an opportunity for both of them to kind of make progress and move toward that. I think it's going to require a bit of an opening from someone in front of them in order for them to really see some significant minutes, whether that opening comes via injury or via poor play. Um, but, But yeah, I could see Aguero being the kind of kid that it's by the middle of the season, it's hard to keep him off the field. And we've seen that from Kirby Smart in the past. You know, what does that mean for a guy like Javon Bullard? I don't I don't really know, to be honest with you. What does it mean for Tyke Smith? Maybe it means that he's playing star, you know, on a more full-time basis. Uh, we shall see. But I don't necessarily know if you have A-listers and you have dark horses like we talked about last time. I don't necessarily know that many of the dark horses in the defensive backfield are really going to be factors this year, I think, if I'm honest. I think you know the names, and I think if you're a Georgia fan, you're banking on two things. You're banking on the development of Kirby Smart and company to make sure that all the names that are unproven— are good enough. And that's a pretty safe bet because, again, Kirby Smart is the best defensive backs coach to ever coach in college football. And then you're banking on the stars to carry the heavy weight. You're banking on the heavy hitters to do the heavy hitting. And that's Malachi Starks and Kamari Lasseter. Those guys are going to need to anchor this unit. They're both young. Yeah. They're both relatively inexperienced to be anchors of a defensive unit. Both of them are really only in their second full years of playing time. 
um, Laster's been in the program for an extra year, but really only his second full year of playing time. But but those are the guys. Like, there's no safety net behind them. They have to be great, and then the other guys have to be good enough. That's what we're banking on in the secondary for Georgia this year. Has to be. There's no other option. It's high ceiling. Uh, and if Dan Jackson is still at UGA, uh, I mean, he's out there. He's he's a, are you looking at that that black spot I left her in driveway still is that the black spot is, is it still how's that going it's the same size it's you'll be surprised to learn it's not changed it in shape or it, size it at all it didn't that's wild no it's exactly the same that's wild yeah that's wild uh this has been locked on Bulldogs for locked on podcast and we're your team every day we'll see you all next time where I have John Garcia talking recruiting we'll talk to you guys then see ya.